Welcome to our second edition of Lunchtime Live. It's a 15-minute live segment to share with you something powerful, prayerful, educational, or spiritual to help you in your relationship with Jesus. I'm Betty Schwant, the pastoral associate here at St. Raphael the Archangel Parish, and today we're going to explore a unique spirituality introduced nearly 500 years ago by St. Ignatius of Loyola. Ignatius was a Spanish soldier and aristocrat who discerned his calling after suffering nearly fatal wounds after being hit by a cannonball on the battlefield. Ignatius established the Society of Jesus in 1540, and that is the Jesuits, and he instructed the early Jesuits to go out and find God in all things. That is the signature spirituality of the Jesuits and what we will ponder today. Find God in all things. Ignatian spirituality is grounded on the conviction that God is active in the world. As the great Jesuit Pierre Talhard de Chardin wrote, God is not remote from us. He is at the point of my pen, my pick, my paintbrush, my needle, and my heart, and my thoughts. The spiritual path laid out by Ignatius is a way of discerning God's presence in our everyday lives and responding to it. Maybe you've heard someone refer to a God moment. This usually is a time when it is clear God has intervened and shown himself in an exceptional way. It is important to notice and appreciate those unique moments and interventions of our Heavenly Father. We feel a deep sense of gratitude about something, a clear answer to a prayer, a sudden revelation of his will, perfect circumstance that had no chance of happening, providing for a need or a deep feeling of love and worship, a nudge to do something, for someone or to connect with someone. These moments are important to recognize. They can become special teaching moments when we use them to minister to others. They increase our faith and the faith of those around us when we share them. It is equally important to recognize God acting in our lives all the time and revealing himself to us. It is up to us to recognize him and to grow in awareness of his presence in circumstances, in conversations, and in events. Many times God's activity bypasses our recognition because it does not seem special enough or unique enough for us to recognize it as coming from God. Realize that every activity and every moment in our life is, in fact, a moment in which God is with us. Since all things are created by a loving God, all aspects of creation disclose something about God's reality. But it is also an engagement with a divine experience. Life is a journey, and even its difficulties can be great gifts. It can be a journey and a gift alike, filled with honor, opportunities to respect all things, all moments, and all people. This insight of St. Ignatius 
speaks of the importance of embracing life with open arms. Life has its trials, and situations of adversity can be transformed into something life-giving when love, compassion, empathy are introduced. When Jesus came to share our human existence, he changed what it means to be ordinary people going through the day. Each one of us has a purpose and a place in the world. Each of us experiences pain, fatigue, humor, and hope. If we look more intently at the people we encounter on a typical day, we will see who they truly are, persons loved by God. Regardless of appearance or situation, the woman, man, or child before you is brimming with holy possibility. Consider that you are gazing into the eyes of God. Understand that Jesus comes to you in many faces and places. Many of us fall into the subtle trap of thinking the only place to find God is at church. If we're not expecting to find God everywhere, not only will we surely miss him, but we also might just miss great opportunities for help and of healing and of spiritual growth. I saw God the other day in the woman whose face lit up when she pulled in next to me in the parking lot. I had my little dog Stella in the passenger seat, and she saw my dog and started talking to me about her little shih tzu, whom she had put down at the beginning of summer. She was sharing her loss, and I listened to her talk about her dog. She wanted to pet Stella, and so she did. And that was a moment that I was very aware of God's presence. This time of year is wonderfully colorful, and it's colorful especially where I live in Waiwiga. The trees are rich in orange, yellow, reds, and some green. Some leaves are already down, so there's a joy in walking through the leaves that God so beautifully paints in the, on those trees in the fall. God teaches us about life, change, and letting go. The Paschal mystery in front of us. And he teaches us through it all that life is beautiful in all its states. On vacation this summer, I visited national parks in Utah, which were breathtaking, encountering God's creation in canyons, red rock, trees, amazing rock formations. While I was at Bryce Canyon, I met a family with five children who were hiking. They stopped near me to take a picture, and I visited with the dad for a while. We shared the beauty together, and I took a picture of their whole family for them against the backdrop of the canyon. When the second smallest child started to beg, can we go now? The dad did not answer, but stared straight out at the canyon. He quietly said, my mother just died three months ago. There were tears in his eyes. And he continued, toward the end, she'd forgotten so much. I was surprised by what he had said to me, a stranger. Though I wanted to reach out to him, I didn't. COVID, you know. I said, I'm sorry. 
And then we stood there a minute or two together in silence, staring out at the canyon. God was surely present in that moment. Last Friday night, I went to the birthday party of an eight-year-old. She was in the mode of being celebrated and loved every moment. After dinner, when the birthday cake was brought out, we all gathered around her, her cake lit with candles, and sang happy birthday. Then we extended hands over her as we followed that with a verse of, May the dear Lord bless you. From the love of God and the love from every person there, God was surely present. So how can we find God in all things? We can be attuned to God in our workplace. When I was still teaching, one of the students who was killed, in, one of my students was killed in a car crash. Classmates reached out to comfort one another. God was surely acting in and through a very tragic situation. On other days, students would share a joke with me. God was so present in the laughter and the sharing. Each day, we suit up and show up at work. And we, get, we have opportunities to either witness God at work or to be the hands, ears, eyes, and heart of God to those around us. We can find God in difficult relationships. As hard as this seems, God is there with us in difficult relationships. It's easy to love other people when everything's going well. But then, when there are hurt feelings, mistrust, or clashing wills, relationships don't have that feel-good feeling. Yet it is at just those times that we can witness the movement of God in our lives, leading us to healing, trust, and cooperation. These can be opportunities to let go of our own will, our character defects, sinful nature, and to allow God's love and healing to enter in, if we allow him. God is in our failings as well. We don't like to fail, none of us do, but no doubt each of us will fail at various times in our lives. Nevertheless, when we hit our limits, or when we sin, we can turn to God for acceptance, mercy, and the strength to make amends. In that turning to God, and in our opening ourselves up to God's, God's forgiveness, we receive God's mercy and love lavished on us. God is in our loneliness. We may be experiencing loneliness, especially at this time, trying to be safe and at home during this pandemic. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O oh God. Rather than trying to fill the emptiness with mindless entertainment or indulging our cravings, sit still and find God in that emptiness. It takes patience and courage and humility, but you will hear that still, small voice of God in the midst of your emptiness, responding to your loneliness and restlessness. 
with the only love that really satisfies. God is in our pleasure. Many people seem to think that if something's fun, it might be partially wrong or sinful. Yet God gives us the world to live in and enjoy. In the words of St. Irenaeus, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. Therefore, pleasure is a place to meet God, whether it be the pleasure of nature, of playing, of loving one another, of beauty, or of the occasional overwhelming conviction that we are loved by God. One of my favorites is God is in the flowers. I'm a gardener, and so I see this very much in my own yard. This year, it feels like the blossoms have lost, lasted longer than usual. Every time I turn a corner, I see abundant blossoming that I've never noticed before. The blooms of the uh, petunias cascading down from the basket. Ah, the sweet smell of petunias. And the tall sunflowers overlooking a neighbor's yard. The beauty of these flowers is transient. They are the presence of our creator God, the artist, who paints our surrounding purely for our enjoyment. God is also in the sounds around us. In the meantime, I find God in the sounds of katydids and crickets at night. I soak in the sound as they begin singing. When camping, as I lay in my sleeping bag, I listen to the whisper of the pines as the wind blows through them. How wonderful God is as he provides a bountiful blessing for our ears. We just need to be quiet enough to hear it all. God is in the harvesting. And being in Wisconsin, we have a lot of harvesting going on. Picking the abundant crop of berries in the summer is, I feel, one of God's surprises. How this gorgeous, red, voluptuous strawberry can appear is a lesson on the mysteries of God. The simple action of moving leaves aside to find ripe berries is similar to the small efforts necessary to find God in everyday experiences. Green berries reminded me of a hardened heart. And stretching far under the plant represents seeking the depths of God's love. Of course, I talked about camping earlier, and the birds are of particularly particular note for me. One of those camping trips, I saw a tiny bird that was sharing our campsite. The bird drew us in with the melodic bird song like none we hadn't heard. We loved just sitting quietly and listening to its song, trying to catch the occasional glimpse of the birdie among the trees. Eventually, though, we would find ourselves uh, busied and not noticing the bird. Then we would take some time later and hear it. How like the voice of God was that little bird and its song. Its voice always with us and heard with such beauty and mystery the quiet moments. At this time of year, the darkness is growing and the light is waning. God is in the light. On Sunday, as I drove 
here to St. Raphael, I noticed the sun rising slowly in the glow of the warm light that was on the horizon as it illumined our world. The sun allows us not only to see, but to see God shining through. As Thomas Merton said, we are living in an absolutely transparent world. God is shining through it all the time. One of my very favorite places when I think about God in my day, God is in people. During the safer at home time, during the beginning of the pandemic, I found myself literally alone for an extended period of time, which was a new experience for me. Two friends called me frequently to chat or touch base, which was God's presence to me. Consider the people who have reached out to you. Do you recognize God's presence to you? You might also try saying during your day, God is here, and focus on his presence in the moment. It can help you to snap into an awareness that God dwells not just within you, but alongside you in every moment, whether it's mundane or grand. And let me conclude with one final account. This summer, I needed to do some patchwork on my grass. I was on my lawn with a tool to cultivate the soil, a watering can, grass seed, and a little straw. While I was bent over working up the dirt, a small shadow fell over my work area. When I looked up a little bit, I saw a young man, maybe four years old, could have been three, uh, squatting over and staring intently at the dirt. Before I could say anything, he asked, are you digging for worms? To which I responded, no, I am planting grass. I explained it to him, and he then wanted to sprinkle grass seed. And actually he did, he dumped a whole handful in one spot. Well, I checked on my dog, he had started to pour water on the dirt and himself. Then we covered the patch together with straw. Just then, we could hear his grandma calling for him. Rather than turning to leave, he asked me if the grass was done growing now. <laughs> yes, I, I witnessed God partially in the planting and definitely in my diminutive friend. Where has God been in your morning today? Do you recognize his presence outside? Find God in all of your relationships. God is present to you all the time. May we be God seekers and God finders. Let us find God in all things.